One thing I realized more and more as I grow in my career is the importance of controlling your temper, especially if you want to become a leader in the organization. And I want to talk about this because this whole idea of like temperament is something that I personally struggle with because I definitely have a temper. And I know that there are some people out there that is just naturally more calm and hence easier to control their tempers, like not even a thing. They're just usually more calm. And I'm super, you know, envy of that because I think that's such a great way and reaction towards things. Like you stay calm, you think about the logistic, you don't rush in reacting. And as a result, it does make you not only come off as more confident, but it's also someone that you actually want to continue have a discussion with. So just to give a little bit of background, I just myself, I ever since I was a kid, I am more on that temperament side. So like I lash out when I when I don't get what I want when I was a kid, like the kids in the toy store that would just cry, <laughs> super embarrassed. And, you know, as I grow older and older, I learned to control of myself, like control that part of myself a lot more. Where of course you grow into an adult, you cannot lash out. You cannot just react and scream and yell and do whatever that you feel at the moment. You need to think before you do and before you speak. And it was not easy, I think, for anyone out there, like any of you out there that also have a hard time controlling your temper, you know what I mean. It's like you feel inside you, like just boiling, like you feel this fire inside of you. And sometimes it's not even just anger. I think temperament usually is tied into this idea of being angry, but it's not. Like sometimes you just feel so passionate about something. Like I remember there will be instances where people talk about something that is not true about me or something that I feel very strongly about and I would just feel this rush in my heart that like I almost want to react and respond and snap and as you grow older you learn that when people react like that like they snap they 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 interrupt other people they raise their voice they are you know rushing into this temperament state is not something that most people want to be engaging with and especially if you're talking to a big audience like if you want to become a leader and you want to influence a big team and people in general like a wide audience like that's just not the type of people that we want to continue listen to when they lash out and I think one of the things that really helped me calm myself down through the years beyond just growing up in general is watching other people and by watching other people I'm talking about both watching people that is doing things in ways that I admire right they're calm they react calmly even though I'm always in suspense of like how do they do it like how do they do it how do they always become you know so calm and relaxed and zen when you know they're in such a hostile situation I also learn from people that who also have temper issues or people that have worse temper than I do like for example in the last you know few years I have been with friends that I call friends and leaders 
at work that I admire, that it's also more on the temperament side, and I have seen them in situations where they lash out at people, or they're like, you know, they let the temper control the better of them, and seeing that firsthand of how that. Feels for the rest of the people because, like, when you're not in the situation where you are feeling the heat or you're feeling the temper, you're able to see the surrounding, like what's going on, right? Like the how third party is feeling, right? Like because now you're part of the audience, and even though maybe that temper or the topic is not even about you, you probably then is able to see everything much clearer. And I have been in those experiences where I sometimes it's like real people that I know that happens in real time, but also it's like through online. Like I'm just watching videos or conferences for people just talking or people being asked really difficult questions, and then how do they respond?、So、like I remember Steve Jobs back then, like his old interviews, he have been you know asked really tough questions like, "What do you even do at Apple?" Like. Everyone else is working hard. All of the engineers working. Like, what do you even do? Do you even know how to code? Like, he have been asked like very difficult like questions that is easily something that someone would be super defensive and fight back on type of situation. And the way that they're able to react to react in both like good and bad situations, just like watching how other people respond and how people react. Also make you realize something, you know, and I think that as part of that, I would say it's the most recent learning that I have that really helped calm me down, especially at work, because I was exposed to, you know, more senior people that I'm friends with, that I admire, that I really like and enjoy, and I know that they're similar to me. In certain areas, and temperament is one of them. And I see like when how they react in a very quick, like snappy way or defensive way. Like, what does that? How does that set the room? Like the tone, and how does that make the other people feel? And at the end of the day, you gotta remember, especially at work, it's not about like what you say. It is about how you say it, and more importantly, it's not about winning the conversation. Like what I didn't realize back then is I used to think, well, it just—it's about who's right. It's about the facts. It's about you know just who's right, and that's it. You know, but it's not. Like what I've learned is that it's not about the facts. It's not about who's right. It's about how you, at the end of the day, make the other person feel. And if you make the other person feel. Uncomfortable or feel like you're a difficult person to work with, it doesn't actually matter. Sometimes, like how right you are, or how smart you are, or anything that you say afterwards, because you're just not making the other people in the room feel good. And you know, realizing that more and more, and seeing examples of how like good approach would look like, like how someone. Is at a more even senior position, and how seeing other people will ask questions that seems disrespectful or put people on the spot, and see how calm people, like leaders, that responds in ways that I would, you know, clap like, "Oh my god, that is so great!" Like, you know, like, "Wow, they they really have a very elegant, classy way of responding." That is, you know, 
not threatening, not hostile, very calming, but still kind of get the point across. And you see the reaction in the room from that type of response too, is that it also then calms the audience. It also calms even the person that asks the question. And I think there's a beauty in that is when, when people come to you in a hostile situation, and it could be any situation, like you're, you could be at a grocery market and someone's like, what are you doing? Like move, you, you, did you cut my line? Or like you're driving in a car and you accidentally bump your door to another person who's like, oh my God, like you just hit my car, where's your license? You know, the other person could act really hostile to, towards you. And depending on how you react to those people, it actually creates a different response from the other person sometimes like actually most of the time i think of course there is exception where it really doesn't matter how you react how you respond sometimes people are just the way they are there are those situations but there are situations where depending on how you react and how you respond and what your approach is actually changes the mood of the other person and i have experienced a couple situations like this where Luckily, I say luckily because usually I am, you know, pretty bad because I naturally have a temper. But in certain situations where like it's my good day or something and I feel very calm and feel very zen, I was able to react to people that who were a little bit more edgy towards me in a very positive way and I actually have seen very positive responses like I remember one time I just parked my car it was like on this hill where like my door the when I open my driver's seat door it's kind of heavy so because it's, it's up in the hill there's car parked on my left and car parked on my right so when I open my my car door on the left it kind of like bumped the car next to me and uh, there's a person in there <laughs> so this person was really angry and he came out of his car right away and he told me it was like a company car like so he was driving his company car um and he was screaming at me like oh my god you just bumped my car what's your license give me your driver's license i'm gonna have to call your insurance like he was basically like already just super defensive like he was ready to fight he was you know just kind of already start screaming at me as if like he was talking to me as if he was thinking that i would not admit any fault or something like denying or something and at that moment i was really calm and I said sorry right away. And the thing is that the bump was uh, minor, minor enough where there is no physical damage on the other car. There was a noise, you know, but like luckily there wasn't any bump, any slight bump or paint damages of any sort that was visible. And I was really calm. I was like, hey, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Um, yes, I'm, I'm happy to give you my information. You know, like, so I was very, um, like, willing to go with his suggestion, but at the same time, just like, you know, like, hey, I know what you mean. Like, I kind of went through the method of, like, number one, make sure the other person is heard. You're like, hey, I hear you. You're right. Like, uh, I apologize. I'm sorry. Like, I know it's important 
for you to get those information. Yes, let me make sure you get those information. Like make the other person feel validated. Make the other person feel heard. Make the person feel like what they're feeling. It's real. It's valid. You know, number one. And and I remember I have to you know continue to reaffirm him that like yes, like don't worry. You know, I'm here. Like I'm sorry. You know, da da da. And then he kind of start to change his tone, where he start to become calm, and he like really looked at the damages. He didn't see much of anything, so he was like, "You know what? It's fine. Like, don't worry about it." Like, he didn't even take my driver's license. He didn't even take any information. He was like, "It's fine. Like, don't worry about it." You know. And then he went on his way, and so he became like very calm. I think he came to a realization. He's like, "You know what? I'm kind of overreacting. There's really..." Not it's not a, a big of a deal. This lady is acting normal. She's nice. She's not trying to, you know, fight or get away or anything like that. Like it's fine, whatever. Like let's let's just go on, right, with our day, and like. But you could kind of see it was like a very instant change of attitude. Like the the way he reacted when he got out of the car and. And like how he then react later on, like there's people that it doesn't even matter what damages they see or not, right? Like it's like they want to get your information, like just in case type of scenario. And he could have, you know, continue acting that way. But I think as part of you know someone not even trying to fight with him at all, it also make the conversation quite pointless. It's kind of like you can't keep yelling at someone or something if the other person is like really. Not even trying to be smart with you, like not even trying to anything, like just make you feel validated. It makes you feel heard. It makes you feel like, okay, you know, what can I do to make you feel better? It's like it's hard not to calm down. And I realized that this, I call it a skill set, because like it's not something that's natural for me. Number one, I think that for me personally, I have to learn how to do that. And I do think it's a really helpful skill set because. The times that I have been in those situations where I am in this like hostile situation from other people, when I do react really calmly and make them feel validated, make them not feel less than, and and just then say my piece almost like, hey, you know, I think what you do is great. I could understand how you're feeling this way.、Um, this is why I did what I did, but I just want you to know, like. I understand where you're coming from, like reaffirming them again that like what they're feeling it's valid, how they think it's valid. You just want to share, you know, your POV or like your side of the story, but without making it feel again like you're pointing fingers or anything like that. Usually, the other party comes down, and more importantly, in most situations that I have experienced, the other person actually come down to a point where they end up apologizing because they realize. They have either overreacted or they have come off in the wrong way, and because the way you reacted was so calm and kind and non-threatening, the other person will end up then, you know, realizing, apologize. And I have gone through many of these situations. I even have one long time ago, like almost a decade ago now, where I had a work situation where a VP at the and at the time I was like a super junior person, like a VP got angry at me. And he, she was trying to like basically say something about how I didn't, you know, QA like quality check these ad copies that went out, and like people like that should get fired. Like he, she said that in an email, like indirectly 
about me but not to me and I remember just feeling like very upset because it's like wow number one like you're in such a high position and number two like there's more details to it than the eyes meets meaning like it's not just someone not QA it's actually her team that like supposed to check everything before they go out like I was part of like a team a department that does only one part of it like it wasn't even my role to check that so anyways like it made me really upset because number one it wasn't even a job of my role my team was should have done like this check this thing before it goes out it was actually her team that's supposed to do that do it and I don't even think she realized that and so I was chatting to like another like VP about it like a girl a, a co-worker of mine like also came to me and talked to me and was like that's so not cool that you know she said that anyway so like the other VP backed me up and and it become a big deal of like her then my director and me like the three of us had a talk like because I don't know it just become like a thing and my director was just like okay like let's just talk it out maybe there's some misunderstanding and I remember it's like it's in like a really weird position right like there's a VP there's me and there's my director and I remember going into that conversation again feeling like very calm like I'm not here to fight I'm not here to point fingers because I already know like there's no no need for that like there's no need for me to even make her feel bad there's no need for me to say hey you know it's supposed to be your team that's doing that like I didn't even want to do any of that I remember I started a conversation like praising her for what she does within her team like hey I really like the work that you do I really thing you know you're doing a good job in this and then I talked about um what I, I actually told her like hey you know what I really would appreciate it is that I know basically I acknowledge that hey I know that like what happened could have seemed like um this is what happened like where I you know didn't do this but I wish you would have came to me first before making those comments before making that comments and asked me like what happened I would have been more than happy to tell you like what happened in that process and like where it could be improved next time right like I was really calm like, I forgot it was so long ago how I exactly said it obviously but I was just kind of like acknowledging number one her and her success and number two like validating that like how it came off could seem the way that she thought it was and then you know like was sharing more like hey I wish we could have talked more so there wouldn't be any type of misunderstanding and here's my side and again I appreciate blah 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 right and then the next day that VP actually ended up emailing me apology like an email of she apologized for how she reacted it wasn't cool things like that she wanted to you know work closer with me in the future right so like there's several situation I think experiences in my life where I think being calm and not let your temper take the best of you have turned out really nicely like in in the best way possible but I could tell you like I'm not always like that <laughs> like I also have been in a situation where I couldn't hold back like hold back my temper and I would like snap in certain meeting like no this is not a good thing like you should have done that like you know spit out the facts without being like super mindful of how it could come across to the other person like basically almost feels like I'm blaming the other person and saying you're wrong and I'm right and 
I have been in those situations, and I could tell you, like, in those situations, in the moment you're in it, especially when you have the temperament, it almost feels good to like say that and do those things because you're like, well, I know I'm right and you're wrong, and you should know that you're wrong, and it doesn't matter because I realize like in those situations, even though in hindsight it looked like I won the conversation, I didn't win. Because I know deep down that I didn't make these people feel good about themselves, about working with me, about the situation. So even though if I was right, and if I didn't approach it in a way that has that like creates this idea of positive change, where you could be right, they could be wrong, but how you approach it and how then the things could change for the better matters, and that for the longest time. I didn't think about that. I didn't even realize that like it mattered for that. Like this idea of positive change and like how you do it. I just thought more about who is right and what is right and whatever right wins and whatever the facts are wins. Like I was stuck in that for the longest time, and and you know when they you know what they say like the quote about like it's not about like people sometimes they remember you they don't remember what you say sometimes they don't even remember what you did but they always remember how you make them feel and I think that's the biggest thing is like remember like especially for like work what I come to realize is like we're all here to do most of us right like we're not the ones that are working in the corporation or just uh. Different, like other people's company, like not our own company. Most of us, it's fair to say, like we're here to make money. Most of us, right? Not all of us, but most of us, like we're doing our nine to five. We're doing our grind, and there's so much shit that we already have to worry about at home, our family, our love life, our friends, our pets, like whatever, our kids, right? Everything. So work is like the last thing we wanted to be like the other add of stress that we already have on top of life. On its own, and you know, so when at work we're like trying to like push each other down or make other people people feel bad because they we say they're not competent. It's like for what? For what? Like all these people, they're just here to try to make it work. And of course, like sometimes you you need to get things done. So you guys need to like if if someone's is being a blocker and it's not. Preventing any value, like yes, there needs to be a way to change of that because you cannot keep going on. If truly that would mean no one gets anything done, but again, there's like how you do it matters, and I think that was like the biggest thing that like held me back for the longest time because I let my temper get the best of me most of the time. Like and at work, it it doesn't when when the temper controls you, it doesn't always mean explosive conversation either because. I know I cannot do that. Like, there's no way that I could yell and you know even cuss at like at a person at work. Like, you just cannot. Like, you just cannot. And I do not. And what I do then before is I shut down because I know I'm angry. I'm not happy. I don't know what to say. I don't say anything. And that was my approach for a while. Where when I Become in this situation. Either I shut down because I'm so hurt and sad that I feel like, oh my god, you know, I had the facts. I was right. Like, why is it just doesn't go that way? I was shut down because either I'm too upset, I'm sad, or I'm too angry and I don't know what to say, or I don't want to say anything because I know it will be like angry talk, right? So I did that a lot. I shut down, and 
I realized that to become like this next level of like, what, what does it mean to lead? Like when you think about leaders, here's another thing I realized too, is that the higher up you go, most of the time, the leaders do not know that like the technical details of things most of the time. Like if you're on the ground working, like you're more junior or senior, you know things to the T. Like you know how things work, you know how things operate, you know how this thing needs to work with that thing in order for everything to flow. You know how like basically to keep the business going, you know the very granular detail like maybe not like super junior if you're super junior you know like maybe too minor of a detail where you don't also understand the purpose and how everything comes together but when you're like more senior like you know not not like vp director maybe but like any senior level underneath that like you do have an hour have a lot of knowledge of how everything's work but once you get to like certain level in the leadership you don't and i used to also feel like oh my God, that's not cool. Like, why are these people, why are these people, meaning like these upper level directors or VPs do not know what they're talking about or don't know how things operate? Like, how do they lead without that? And that used to be on my mind. And I realized like that is not the correct way, you know, to think about it because most of the time, most companies, they hire leaders to lead, to build a team, the team that then does the work. And I used to be like, what? That makes no sense. That's like, I don't know. Like, it just makes no sense. Like, don't you just want to hire people to work to make the company better? Like, why are these people contributing in areas that just doesn't directly impact the co- like the business, the money? But it does, you know, it does. Like one of the best leaders that I have seen are people that are able to not only share the vision of the business really clearly so they know and they could communicate how that trickle downs to every department that's under them and how things need to operate and hit, you know, success even at that high level because ultimately all of the granular things that you do need to trickle back up to those big pictures. Number one. Number two, they need to make sure that they are, you know, bringing people together and creating a positive culture. And that's not easy, right? Because leadership, good leadership, it's not about telling your people when they're not performing like they're not performing and yelling at them or make them feel like shit like that is not good leadership and that would have been like the easier route right like just having upper people tell the lower people like hey you're not performing you gotta go goodbye like scare them lead by fear like none of that's good leadership good leadership is also then being able to not only recognize like the people that are performing in the areas that they excel in, it's also being able to recognize people that are, you know, the weak areas from every individual and then how they could like piece together the best of the people together to work to the advantage of the business, if that makes sense. Like if you have three people, one person may be really good at presentation The other person might be really good at like the technical aspect of how things comes together. And maybe the third person is really good at executing and just doing things. Now you have like a three really, you know, very good trio, actually, right? Like the three, if they are able to come together, they kind of help offset and balance each other's weaknesses and strengths. Right. Because like maybe the person that who is a really good presenter is not as good of an executor. Or, or the person that who's, you know, really good at understanding how everything comes together and the details 
doesn't really like public speaking, right? Like there's always this balance of like what someone's really strong at maybe lacks in areas that someone else, you know, is really strong at also lacks in areas and so forth and so on, right? So when you have like a huge organization, being able to bring out the best in people and making sure that you have the right pieces, right? The right personality, the right people, the right skill set, the right talent to work together in a positive way like it's part of the leadership skill set right like these are the things where it might not require you to know as like a vp or director or ceo of how to execute how all of the details comes together of the technical pieces and a good presenter like you might not need all of these skills on your own to lead but you do need to lead where you are able to number one like articulate the vision of either the company, the business, like what does it that you want your team to do very clearly and very motivational because again, you don't want to lead by fear, right? Like you want people to actually feel like, wow, like that is something cool. Like that makes sense. Like I I know, like at least clear, like I sometimes feel like you got to inspire them, but I feel like I'm a millennial. I'm like, sometimes it doesn't fucking matter if I'm inspired or not, (laughs) you know, it's like, give me money, right? (laughs) I'm just kidding. But like, like I do care about like the mission, the value and all of that. Like I think I care a little bit more sometimes than I should. Uh, but like at least be clear of the vision. Like what is it that we're trying to solve? Like what is the path that we're trying to get to in like a year, two years, five years, whatever, right? Like so as a leader, you need to be able to really communicate that. And as a leader, you are sometimes going to be surrounded by people and teams that don't get along with one another or they're fighting or they're not agreeing and you need to come in and really set the tone and example of how people with different expectations and different resources need to come together and still work together very nicely and I do think as a leader you have a really big say and influence in that because if you're a leader that's going to tick sides and make people turn on one another and if you are the leader that put blames on one another your people underneath you it's going to follow a very similar pattern and that's toxic like that is when you have like a really bad culture the leadership team is just the wrong team because they do mirror like I could tell you like I'm part of a company where our people my manager my people people underneath me people on top of me like we are mirroring each other and how we treat each other so if leadership team treat our management team not well our management team is not going to treat us well and vice versa vice versa you become like what the lead is you know saying and doing at the very top and I have been in companies before where the top people are very well cultured meaning like they show that they care about their people they they not only talk the talk they walk the walk they create a very collaborative environment they encourage it it and when they see conflicts and people turning on one another they call it out and say hey we cannot do that here we have to work together we have you know like set an example and sometimes even just saying like we cannot act hostile like this towards one another let's try this way or you know truly be productive and not just like a you know i sometimes also get annoyed when some of them are like overly positive with nothing productive to say if that makes sense just like oh look we cannot fight and like nothing productive after it's like dude don't say we cannot fight if you also don't have any you know productive things to do or suggest that allow us to work together right so 
what I'm trying to say is like to be a leader I think and I'm not saying I'm there yet but I feel like I'm learning a lot is that it's a very unique skill set it's not only about knowing you know like how to execute well or being a just a great speaker it's like so much of things but also like a huge part is psychology I feel like it's like knowing people how to work with people how to bring people together how to influence but not in like an evil manipulative way you know because like look there's a lot of people executive out there that are high title but not all of them are leaders and I think we could all agree with that like I know a lot of VP not know but like I have you know been part of teams of a lot of like VPs and CEOs and executive and big corporations all of that not all of them are leaders but they're when there are good leaders are people that you are truly feeling like wow like somehow they make you feel like relatable even though reality is like oh my god you're like way 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 more senior than I but they are able to make you feel comfortable in talking to them like they're your equal and they're they understand they want you to talk they want to hear from you like I think it's incredible I think it's a it's a different kind of skill set and some of the best leaders that I have seen also have a way with their temper and not having a temper does not mean weak and does not mean soft and all of that like I have seen for example very confident women well-spoken very strong um not always soft-spoken but are also very calm and like well-tempered you know and I am super inspired and I'm a good example of that to be honest I would say is Michelle Obama like I know she'd gone through her instances like back in the day when you know Obama's running the campaign where she was called as an angry woman but like no 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 right like I feel like that's where especially women leaders sometimes get misunderstood when it's like they're so strong that they get misunderstood as aggressive just like how this whole idea of like women being called like bossy and things like that versus like if a man were to say the same thing they're not being perceived as bossy they're leading right and but um nevertheless like i think obama like as she was like first lady um and even now the way she talks about her books becoming like the way she talks and conferences the way she share her stories and experience like I feel like she is one of the golden example of a leader with compassion a leader that makes you feel relatable even though she's like oh my god you know she's like the first lady and like everything that she is and it's like whoo like through the roof but at the same time she makes you feel like you understand her you feel like you could relate to her she you know I could only imagine that if I were to ever lucky enough to talk to her in person like I would feel like I could talk to her and she would make me feel seen and she inspired people in a positive way despite the negativity despite there are hate towards her from other people out there in the world and the way she reacts right oh my god like one of her famous things when they go low we go high right like she have been criticized in different things and in different ways and how she responds and still be strong but keep her temper and lead in the way that actually creates positive change like those are the kind of skill set that it really doesn't come easy but when you do get to that where you don't let your temper control the best of you 
and you are able to see beyond what is like being said to you on the surface and be able to react and make sure be mindful of how you react and how you approach people what could live could leave in a, in a long lasting impression right and so being mindful of that being able to control yourself and and learn is a skill <laughs> especially if you do plan on and wanting to be a leader one day in your field and to be honest i don't even know if i want to sometimes like i mean number one i don't even know if i really can because it is this is not an easy skill set to 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 have and i am very happy that i feel like like i'm starting to actually realize all of these things because I have been in a time where I'm like no you know it's just about facts it's about making sure who's right you know like like I thought that was that you know and I'm glad I've learned and are able to think beyond that like no it's not always about that like it's not you know like what it what it really means to you know like make people feel a certain way and how to mod not I want to say modify your words in a way that's doesn't make people feel not good about themselves but it kind of is right like because there's so many different ways of saying the same thing and of course like saying what are the first thing that comes to your mind like oh my god like yeah this dress is so like just not for you (laughs) you know like like it's easy but at the same time like there's probably better way of saying something without either hurting someone else's feeling making other people feel less than or not good about themselves or like make people just don't feel good right like there's ways of saying things that doesn't do that and still get the point across it does take more time and that's something that i feel like is the death of me like i feel like oh my god sometimes it takes me so long to think about the perfect way of saying something i'd rather just not say it um but this is also why like sometimes i also think about like i don't know if i want to be what like a corporate leader would be like even a good one because i don't know if i'm even capable number one and number two it is the type of like a lot of work that i just don't know if i want to put in the hours into developing sometimes i don't know like i'm very happy that i am realizing because i think a step towards change is not one realizing that there needs to be a change in order to be better at something that you think what better you know is um but yeah like i i'm very happy but i want to like share all of this out there because it took me a while to realize and learn about all of this (laughs) well i'm sure there's so much more to learn that I don't even realize today, but I will say being able to control your temper not only benefit you at your work, but being able to like, it's like this huge psychology component of it that I think is quite interesting. Like, what does it really mean to have compassion? What does it really mean to have empathy? But what does it really mean to speak your truth as well? Right? Because it's like all of those things are great and dandy. And I have been across leaders well not leaders just like managers that want to come off very compassionate but because they're over indexing on being so careful 
and this idea of like compassion they're also then become like they're not saying much at all you know what i mean like when someone's not real with you enough to give you real feedback because uh, remember it is about how you say it but you still want to get what you need to say across and i think that is why it's so easy like because it's sometimes easy too for a manager to just not criticize you to not talk about your bad performance and just empathize with you and 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 avoid the difficult talk but that is not adding any type of value and that's not a good leader if anything you're hurting the people that needs to hear the feedback sooner so they had an opportunity to change and i have encountered more people that's supposed to be a leader that index so much on this like avoidance of difficult conversation because they don't want to come off as threatening they want to come off as negative they don't want to leave a bad taste in these people's mouth and but they're not doing their people good either because they're too like in my opinion that's like too soft in a negative way like you're so afraid of having a candid conversation and you cannot figure out a way to talk about it that's actually going to be productive and constructive while creating an influence and positive change so just up into this index of like oh yeah like no totally everything is so soft everything is so you know overly indexed to a way where like you're basically not saying anything at all and I think that is a cop-out and that's not the right approach either. And I think that's sometimes just as toxic as someone yelling at somebody just straight up saying like, you're not performing, here's why. Because like, look, when you are very candid, look, I am actually super for someone just being super candid. Like I would rather my managers, my leaders just be like straight up with me of like, here's, you know, this is what we need and you're not doing it or you are doing it, but here's what we need from you more or less, whatever, right? Like I'm more of that straight up type of communication because i i'm like that myself and i prefer like that but i know not everybody's like that but if i were to rate it like that type of super direct approach versus someone that who's like way overly you know soft in a way of like they don't even tell you what's going on because they don't want to hurt your feelings and you know all of that that's just as toxic if not worse in my opinion because it's like you're saying a bunch of things but you're really not saying anything at all so that is not helping anybody so if you're out there and you're wondering like oh my god you know i have this temperament like especially in the workplace and you want to like climb the corporate ladder and all of that like does it matter does it not matter here's my you know pov that i just shared with you and i kind of wish that someone shared this experience with me especially like months or even a year back because i thought about this a lot on my own before when i was still trying to figure things out i'm still trying to figure a lot of things out but this is a good progress i think and i want to share with y'all especially those again like who is also trying to figure out like do i have a temper issues do i not do i even care that i have a temper issues and how do i approach especially like this is more not even about you having a temper or not it's like how to deal with difficult people and difficult situations at work productively and as you could hear this is beyond work like sometimes just how to deal with difficult people in general like karens in the world out there right like it's it's difficult sometimes so anyways i hope this is like somewhat helpful to y'all i'll share more as i learn more but that's all for this week talk to you next week bye